When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host. And Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 125, and I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says to advance spiritually is to excel powerfully. And joining me on today's show is Crystal Brown. Crystal is the founder and the managing director of KTSB Network lifestyle coach and inspirational speaker. KTSB Network caters to maximizing potential and rediscovering purpose. Crystal's ambitions are rooted in her love for God's work and fulfillment of life's course. She has an impact on people by way of tailored coaching techniques and power-led speaking engagement. Now on today's show, Crystal's going to share Without a vision for your life, it's very difficult to operate at the pace that will be beneficial to you and your life. She's also going to talk about how the longer she waited on being validated by anyone, she was delaying someone else's destiny from being fulfilled. Now, that's interesting. Love going to be talking about her with that one. And she's also going to be talking about there will be many naysayers. There will be many doubters. However, as the leader of any sort, you must be able to push past those things. Hearken to the promises that God has. One, told you in his word. And two, the promises that, of course, all of us have been given. So welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. And this is like an honor for me to be on the show today to share the different things that I've learned um, through my journey with Christ and on my journey as a business entrepreneur professional. So I'm, I'm really honored to be here today. Thanks so much. No, oh, look, you are so very welcome. Thank you for sharing your insights. I think, you know, sometimes as Christian entrepreneurs and even professionals working in corporate, there can be things that happen during our day, our week, our months, our years that can really challenge us. And I think, you know, to be reminded that we are children of God, there are promises that uh, he has given us. And, you know, for many of us, I think they may remain unfulfilled we don't recognize and realize just how much he loves us and is there to support us so i love that we're talking about vision uh naysayers all of that good stuff which i i think many of us can uh it can it can become a block should i say one of the things i love to do chris and i love to offer you the opportunity is just to give people an overview of what um prompted you to start your business? Was it something that you'd always had a dream or a desire to do? Or can you see God's uh, hand in various aspects and experiences in your life that really led you down to now really fulfilling uh, his purpose in your life, in your business? How did that uh, transpire for you? 
Absolutely. Um, if I can be completely transparent, in 2014, I was actually laid off from a job that I was working for over three and a half years or so. Yeah. And um, through that, I was kind of trying to figure out what exactly was next. Um, the last thing on my mind was being an entrepreneur. The last thing on my mind was that God would have revealed um, such a vision to me. If I'm honest, I didn't really understand vision. I didn't really understand purpose. I didn't really understand calling at that time of my life. Um, but I was taking a nap on my way out to dinner with a friend and um, I woke up and I heard um, keep thy soul beautiful and that was the original um, name for my brand mm -hmm. and at first I thought because of my past keep thy soul beautiful was a woman empowerment network mm -hmm. um, so I kind of went with it and in 2015 I launched and KT, um, keep thy soul beautiful the uh, acronym is KTSB which yes. is my uh, my initials for my name which is Crystal T.S. Mm -hmm. Brown so I then realized that wait, wait a minute Hold on a second, because at first I didn't realize that it was my initial. So then um, I launched, and I would say that I launched prematurely. And we can talk about how I figured out that I launched prematurely at that point mm -hmm. in time. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, going forward, I kind of like dropped the ball, because again, I was waiting for validation. I was waiting for everyone to say yes, and it'd be a hip hip hooray, and things were just going to blow up, and it was going to be so great. While I believe I lacked vision, I had sight of where I wanted, where I thought I wanted to go naturally, but I realized that God had another plan for me and I needed to dig a little deeper and I needed to delve into exactly what it was that God was trying to show me at that time back in 2014. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say um, in early 2000, you know, late 2016, early 2017 is when I really picked up KTSB Network. Mm -hmm. And the reason I did network instead of keeping it as Keep That So Beautiful was because there were so many different things that I needed to compile together based on what was being shown to me, mm -hmm. based on what I understood my calling to be, and every other thing that I'd learned about vision and purpose and so many other things with my Christian walk. So mm -hmm. I wanted to share the knowledge. I wanted to um, promote this because it was really, really, really important for anyone who wanted to fulfill purpose in life. Yes. So that's how I was pretty much. I, I love that and thank you for being transparent. I think that's one of the things that I'm encouraging everyone to do because, you know, you, you read a lot of things online and you hear success stories. However, people fail to share the the steps that it took, the heartache, the heartbreaks, the, the things we launched and, you know, there's a saying that I have, what's worse than launching a program and no one stepping into it, no one buying, that's one person because you still have to run it unless of course you want to cancel it. And I have had many webinars and programs that I have run, even when I was in the, the career industry, I launched a program, it was a 15 step program, which probably was too long a steps, but around for finding your purposeful career, I had one person and I thought, you know what, I'm going to launch this and I learned a lot. But you know, we can often look at that as failure. And I think when we start to share openly about what do we learn, the insights that we've taken from that, it just, I think, empowers people to realize that just because we're opening up a business and hanging our shingle out and marketing ourselves, 
to open the doors and then have a flood of clients. It's often not the case at all. So share, yeah. what is what are some of the greatest insights that you've learned? You've already spoken about vision and we can certainly dive into that deeper, more deeper in a moment. But what were some of the other things that you now in hindsight you realize that uh, that has been really important and now of course you've implemented them in your business? Well, when I started um, Keep Thy Soul Beautiful and I launched, I actually had a team of four. And um, what my problem was that I lacked vision, but I was expecting that they would have been able to grasp what it was that I was seeing, right? So it was falling apart and I didn't really know what to do. And I was expecting that the other people who I asked to be a part of my team, my network, Mm -hmm. that they would have helped to pull something along. But what can they really pull along? What can they really support? How can they invest in something? that they had no idea mm. about when the mastermind, the person, myself, who had was, was supposed to be able to articulate the vision or be able to illustrate the vision could not. Yes. So that was the problem that I was having, and that was mm. also part of the reason why it was falling apart, because I couldn't carry it, I couldn't articulate it, I couldn't really do much with it, because I didn't understand it. Yes. Yes. And when you don't understand something, what do you think happens? You go into darkness. You lead yourself right mm-hmm. into darkness. It's like trying to lead the blind, mm-hmm. trying to have a, a blind person lead another another set of blind people. Yes. You know, this is not me. Um, you know, coming against anyone. It was really, really, really mm-hmm. my fault, and I really felt bad. And I didn't know how to apologize. I didn't know how to say I didn't know. Yes. I didn't know. Yeah. You know, and that sometimes is the hardest thing because you have. Your friends, they were my friends. They're not where they are. They are my friends. And I kind of felt like a failure because I didn't know what to say, what to do, and how to continue to bring forth after we launched in 2013. Yeah. Such a great insight there. And I love the way that um, you've said, you know, as a leader of your business, you assumed that you needed to have all the answers. And sometimes we don't. And I think that's where you said in your introduction where you, you can really see that at that time you launched you launched your business prematurely because there, there are some things that you really needed to get clearer on. And I'm assuming that during the time that you were able to really start to formulate there were things that i'm sure you know a a number of us have done and i'd love you to share more about this when we're talking about vision is really leaning into him finding out you know what is it that you really want me to have as as a vision what were some of the things you did to a get clear on your vision um and so now what does that vision how how has that come uh to, to to be is it a process that you follow and i'm sure now you work with clients on share a little bit more about that because i think vision can often be misinterpreted uh and therefore that's why people aren't getting clear because they're not quite sure what is a vision and, and why is it so important oftentimes what i do because you're absolutely right about um the misinterpretation of what vision really means Mm-hmm. Um, with my clients who I am helping them to maximize potential or to re- refine purpose, not necessarily mm-hmm. rediscover, because some people, I, you know, some of my clients already feel that they know their purpose. So sometimes you just need to fine tune it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, maybe there's an issue where they didn't first identify what that vision is. And I always say to my clients that vision is that picture. Mm-hmm. Wait, in elementary school, we, or primary school, we, before we can read, we have books that only have pictures, but we were able to identify the moral of the story, the main idea of the story. What is that picture that you see about your life, about your business, about anything for that matter, yeah. with no words, that has no words mm-hmm. that will present and identify 
definition. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And so starting off that, uh, I think it's great because a lot of people find it hard to put into words so that they can explain it. Uh, so yeah. seeing that vision from there, once we are able to to really see that in our mind's eye, and obviously it can be you know an image that God will show us too when we spend time with him and ask him to reveal that. What else did you do then to be able to get that out of your head, that vision, and actually put it into onto paper? Because I'm assuming now that you're so clear on your vision that you're able to explain it and impart it and talk about it to your team and they're able to get behind it. And, and I think one of the things that often is said is that if you can actually explain it to someone who then that person can explain it to someone else, that's when you exactly. know you've got real clarity. Absolutely. Here's the thing. Um, I prayed a lot. Um, I became really, really frustrated, but one thing I did do was I put the entire vision on halt. Mm. I put the business on halt, and a lot of people didn't understand it, and I really felt bad because people were asking, what's going on with KTSB? What's going on with KTSB? And I never had an answer. I chose not to answer to anyone Mm. pertaining to KTSB Network until I was clear because I felt that I was actually making it worse by going around in circles and speaking about something I really had no idea yes. about. You mm. know what I mean? So that's one thing I did. I put it down and I prayed and I literally gave it back to God. Mm-hmm. And what that really means is that I took away my, I stripped myself of what I thought it was going to be. Yes. Because in the beginning, like I said, I thought it was just a woman empowerment network, mm-hmm. which it was not. And I learned that by finding out and confirming what my calling was. And here's the thing, a lot of people think that um, they have to first find out their purpose, but vision gives you the what you are or what the business is, Mm -hmm. right? Your calling kind of formulates it and makes it a lot more juicier and it gives it meat. Mm. But the purpose is the why. Yes. Right? So what I had to do was I had to sit aside and I had to really find out what I am according to what God says that I am, Mm -hmm. not what I thought that I was. Yeah. Because if you asked me if I would have been a coach, that wasn't something that I thought I was. Yeah. I never thought that. But then I had to think back to sometimes hearing what you've heard in the past, what like the things that you really enjoy doing and the things that God had put positions and situations that God had placed me in mm-hmm. led me right back into coaching without a title. I was yeah. coaching and I was mentoring and I was doing those things. Mm-hmm. And I still didn't have a title on it. And another thing is that I pray so much for myself that it was something innate for me to pray for others. And I would call people up or I would post on Facebook, hey, three o'clock, anyone who thinks they need prayer or feels that, you know, they mm-hmm. need prayer, hey, um, private message me, DM me on you know, yes. Instagram Wonderful. or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I did that and a lot of times praying for other people and, and allowing yourself not always to be a part of the equation is when God answers. Because a lot of times when I was coaching other people without knowing I was coaching, praying for other people without really just, I was doing it. It was leisure for me. I love doing it. And that is where I was getting the revelations and things were starting to make sense. And I started to know that, oh, I love what I do. And you know what? I have so much information. I have so much understanding and I needed to share it because I would speak to people and they would be totally oblivious mm. to a lot of the things that I knew and I needed to package it and I needed to strategize in a way that would be beneficial to the people who were receiving information. Yeah, I love that. So by taking a step back, 
you can now see that God actually encouraged you to do that because he said, I'm actually thinking much bigger, the vision that I have. Much and by... bigger than that. <laughs> How often is it? Actually, you know, sometimes, and I realize this more and more, that often God, God shows us just enough. And the reason is if he, if he showed us uh, really where he wants to take us, we would be doing like a Moses and going, who, me? There's no way. And I think he or just could just... totally destroy it. Yes. Because yes. we're not ready for it. Mm, absolutely. Another thing with vision is that um, it's just like a lens. Mm. The more you focus is the more you see. Yeah. But the closer you get, the details make more sense. Mm. Yes. Well, vision change over time for sure. It's not permanent. Mm. You just need that picture, that image that's going to pull you. I say to people all the time when I speak at engagements, I say, vision picks you up. If something happens, because that was the thing too. A lot of times we find ourselves in really dark places when we're depressed, when we feel lost, or we feel like nothing's working. Mm. When you have a vision, it picks you up every single time you get kicked out. Yes. Yeah. But purpose I wakes you up. Yeah. Purpose gives you a sense of being, a sense of relevance. Mm -hmm. You need them both. You yeah. need a vision, you need purpose, and the calling is in the middle just to confirm and to identify with both. That's yeah. how I. Yeah. At least that's the strategies that I've come up with that have been working tremendously mm. for people. Yeah, yeah. And uh, absolutely. And I think, you know, often when there's still that uh, sense of, um, uncertainty, if you will, it's because we haven't clarified uh, enough of those details. And once we do, it really creates in us um, this level of inner confidence that we know absolutely without any uncertainty that what we're doing, what we're sharing, the message that we're continuing to impart is going to impact who we are here to to serve and support. I want you to speak a little bit more about the longer that you waited on being validated by anyone, you were delaying someone's destiny from being fulfilled. How often do we wait for external validation or the wrong validation? And that's why we remain stuck. Share a bit more about this because I know this is going to be helpful for many people. Yes. Um, we have to understand first before anything that our existence our purpose for existence on the earth mm. as it is according to god's will is that it's not about us mm. we're not here on this earth the assignments that we're given are not about us while we are being prepared and molded to do the work of god and the work of god is to do onto our brethren our brothers and our sisters and so if you wait for an external source to validate what you have inside of you then it usually nine out of ten times can stagnate and hinder you mm -hmm. from doing what it is that you're called to do and where you were called to go yes. so for me example is that you know i waited so long for everyone to for my vision to make sense to me and so that everyone else will buy into it and i sat there and i sat there and i sat there and then it wasn't until i realized you know, this very same thing that I'm saying is when I realized that, what? So many people out there waiting for me. Mm. So many people are out there waiting. And the reason why we are still alive is because purpose needs to be fulfilled. And the ultimate purpose is that we serve one another. Yes. So if so I true. wait for it, even sometimes self-doubt, mm. not even just validation, self-doubt, um, self maybe we say, I'm not good enough. No, because, mm. you know, I would have never thought that I would have been a public speaker in any form. Yeah. Yeah. I was a little like Moses. <laughs> I, I was so shy. <laughs> and I would have these revelations and these visions, me speaking, mm. speaking, speaking, and 
reaching out and doing all these things, I would wake up crying, frantic, like, oh my God, no. Mm -hmm. And then I had to come to terms and I had to accept that. Because not until you accepted that God really sometimes does it. Mm -hmm. Not in all cases, but sometimes. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I, I go to these places and I speak and people are literally in awe. And information that I may feel that, oh, that's regular, that's normal. Everyone knows that. You find mm -hmm. that a lot of people don't. No. No. And the information that you're withholding or the information, like I call it sitting on what you're carrying when you're supposed to be holding what you're carrying. Why yes. are you sitting on it? Carry it. We have to carry it. We have to distribute it. We have to share it to one, you know, mm -hmm. distribute it to other people. And, you know, you find people are lost. And then I have these coaching sessions and I'm seeing people opening businesses and I'm seeing people launching art into the deep and I see people doing things and I'm wondering, like, wait a minute. This could have been happening well over three, four years ago had I been confident, had I not been waiting for the validation mm -hmm. and just securing myself in the promises that God had already not told me just in the Bible, but also prophecies and revelations that he had given me myself. Yes. Yeah. So, so true. And uh, I know that you know something that can often help held us or hold us back, if you will, is not only waiting for external validation and having that self-doubt, but also when we do step out boldly and courageously, share our message, and yet there are naysayers and doubters. And I love the way that you said, as a leader of any sort, you need to put push past those things. So what are some insights that you can share? Because I know that this, especially for women, can be something yeah. that keeps them playing small or not at all because they fear what others will say and think about them. Well, you know, there is a stigma for us sometimes where men, and hey, 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 let me disclaim, I'm not a feminist, but yeah. women, we do have to work a lot harder in the roles of leadership, in the roles of creating and doing all these things. Um, really, really hard. And we have to understand that what we are given, we're giving it, we're given it for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And they are going to be naysayers and people who don't accept us. But if we can understand our power and what we carry, then no one else can really nullify that unless yeah. God himself tells you that this is not what you should be doing or this is not something that I've called you to do. Yes. When you're striking about something, and a lot of times what helps you, I say that vision is the GPS system. Mm -hmm. And vision also confirms a lot of the things that we're doing. And I will say for myself that I didn't really gain confidence in what I was doing until I had the vision. It was even before knowing what I was called to do, before knowing what my purpose really was. I was secure in the vision that I saw. And I said to myself, I succeed if one person, even if one person shows up, I've succeeded because maybe I was called to just that one person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we have to be very confident in the things of God. And we have to read our Bibles so that we can know the kind of God that we serve and not go based on the experiences and the encounters of another person. We have to know God for ourselves because the things that he's going to reveal to me and the things that he's going to reveal to someone else, they're going to be totally different because everyone else mm -hmm. is called to a different purpose. There can be a hundred thousand different coaches in your area, but if you understand your niche, your marketplace, and the people who you are called to, then you'll understand that there's a purpose for your existence here. And what it is that you're supposed to do here. You mm. understand what I mean? And yeah. once you grasp that concept, you understand that. And this is this goes across the board, wherever whatever industry you're in. Mm. If you understand one who you are in Christ, 
and two, that you were called for a purpose, whatever that purpose may be, then no one else can mm -hmm. disqualify you when God has already qualified you. Yeah, your certificate, your degree, and whatever credentials you have does not validate you, mm -hmm. but that which God has placed inside of you is what validates you. Yes, so, and you so be true. confident in that by reading of the word, and, you know, having a Christian community and fellowship and, you know, doing the things that are pleasing to God, he continues to unveil. It's like it's, when you have a relationship with someone, you, you, in the beginning, the first few weeks, you may just know their first, last name, what they do. You know, the things that maybe everyone knows, mm -hmm. but having a close communion and relationship of intimacy is where you really get to know like, oh, these are the secrets. Oh, I understand this. Oh, when you said that, that was on the surface, but now I understand it a lot more deeper than before. And that is how it is with relationships. Mm. It's not so much about religiosity, you know what I mean? Yeah. While I am a very religious and very spiritual being, mm -hmm. I really, really deal and focus, zero in and focus on my relationship with Christ because it's that way that I really was able to uncover a lot of things, not just about my business, but even mm. about me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And who better to reveal it than the person who created you and knitted you in your mother's womb? Yeah. Yes. And mm. a lot of things, you know, being a leader, you have to serve first. Yeah. You can mm. so People don't true. get that, and there's a difference between a manager and a leader. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, as leaders, we already and women, we have it really, really, really tough when we compare ourselves to every single thing that's on the media. Mm. Yes. But if we are sound and we are grounded in Christ, no one mm. will shift us. The Bible talks about solid rock that we stand on mm -hmm. all other grounds are sinking sand yeah that means and when we say rock if if on christ a solid rock i stand mm -hmm. all other ground is sinking sand mm -hmm. all other voices should be silent yeah that's right if there's anything that is um taking your focus off then you need to eliminate that and really refocus on what it is that's going to, to really hold you firm. And I absolutely agree with everything that you've said. It's so important. We really encourage people to, and I'll share in a moment, get you to share how best to connect with you. Because I think if anybody is ever feeling any doubt or hesitation, it's often you know the enemy trying to speak mysteries into you or you're looking for validation in the wrong place. And so yeah. that's what it reminds us. We need to go back to the Bible. Who does God say we are? And in, you know, with his strength, strength. And I love the way, you know, our weaknesses become strength when we lean on him. And so it's kind of like, well, let everything be a weakness so that you can strengthen me because I know in your strength, you know, everything and anything uh, is possible. He's made strong, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, and you know, so a lot of times too, fear. Yeah. But learning how to turn our fears into fuel mm -hmm. because fear is not of Christ. Confusion is not of Christ. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so if you find yourself being afraid of something, I think you should dig a little deeper because <laughs> there is something there that you're supposed to be doing and the enemy is stopping you and he's lying to you. You mm. have to silence the voices of the enemy, silence the voices of the accuser, not to allow even your past. Sometimes your past contradicts where you're going. Mm. Don't allow that because he says that he doesn't even remember it. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't so, even so remember true. it. Yes. You know, because of his love and his mercy, all those things are renewed daily. If you have a relationship with Christ, you have that's your father, your friend, your brother. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He has a purpose for you. And and I think it's it's really important that we know who we are first in Christ before we try 
to figure out any other thing. If yeah. you don't know it, I'm telling you, you're going to be swayed by the wind. Mm. Anyway, anywhere the trend is going, that's where we're going to find ourselves going. And I mean, that's really following. That's not easy. No, no. And it's exhausting. It is exhausting. And it, it certainly doesn't build in your self-confidence and your self-worth for sure. Look, this has been an amazing conversation. So many mm -hmm. important golden nuggets there. Uh, and we've just scratched the surface for sure. Crystal, share with people how best to connect with you and uh, some of the, the things that you're really passionate about in the work that you do. Okay, well, my... On Instagram, you can find my personal page at Crystal T.S. Brown and my business page at KTSB.network, and that's on Instagram. And I'm also on Facebook as um, Facebook.com forward slash Crystal Brown. Um, my website is KTSB.network, currently under construction, but it is up. Um, and I'm really passionate about coaching. Um, it's something I have um, two different coaching systems and strategies that I integrate. One mm -hmm. is called Speak Life Coaching Strategies, and the mm -hmm. other one is like it's um, coaching for leaders. Um, a lot of times I can separate them, and other times I integrate them both because mm -hmm. it depends on what it is that the need of the individual. It depends mm -hmm. on the need of the individual. Yes. So um, I'm really, really passionate about it. I love what I do. I, you know, I take my time. There are different, you know, there's weekly sessions, there are monthly sessions. Mm -hmm. um, it all depends on, you know, where you're, where you want to go. They're unique and they're tailored to each individual. I don't believe that, you know, um, strategies are just one size fit all. I feel that, mm -hmm. you know, you have to get to know who I have to get to know who I am coaching, mm -hmm. what it is that they want, where it is that they see themselves going. Mm -hmm. And if they need to develop a vision, I help them through that as well. I can't tell you what your vision is, but I can help you to identify and to articulate what your vision is. Yes, so important, so important. And of course, uh, what we're going to do is put all of Crystal's connections and how best to reach out to her on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE125. Crystal, one of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests, and I'd be honored to do that for you as well, is just to close the show with a word of prayer. May I do that for you? Sure thing. Yeah, sure thing. Fabulous. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to hear Crystal speak today and just remind us of how important it is to have a vision, a vision that uh, is aligned with uh, the calling and the purpose that you have destined for us. Father, we're reminded through what Crystal has said today about how important it is to uh, base our foundation on Christ the solid rock and everything else is uh, sinking ground. So we just want to pray for people who are listening and watching to this show that if they feel that uh, their vision is not clear, that uh, some of the decisions that they've made in their business were not the best, that we just encourage them uh, to lean back into you, to seek your word, to seek you know, in, in prayer what it is that you want them to do in their business. Father, we just want to uphold Crystal and her work uh, in our prayers will you continue to find grace and favor and blessing over the work that she is doing because father you know as she continues to help other businesses to get clear on their vision and around their message and their voice that just means father that they're able to as a servant leader go out and uh, make an impact um, with the clients that they serve too so we just want to uphold crystal and the work that she is doing in in prayer and of course, we ask this all in the precious name of your son, Jesus. Amen.
Amen. Thank you so much much for coming on the show and, uh, you know, just sharing so, so important, um, you know, aspects of business that often we we just glean over and don't get really clear. And as you've so beautifully uh, reminded us today that uh, having a focus and a vision that is strong and it's aligned with uh, our Lord and uh, continuing to every day lean into him that uh, that will certainly pave the way so that we can build a business that really continues to to glorify and honour him, which is, as a Christian entrepreneur, what, uh, of course, we want. So thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, and I appreciate, you know, being here and sharing the little things that I have (laughs) that make a big, huge difference in one's life. So thank you again for having me. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.